how did all this begin? I want to say it started with rejection. Before the SAG mm -hmm. strike, there was 346 different film and TV things. And guess how many of those I booked? Zero. Starting to like, like it and everything like that. The New York Fashion Week after that. And then modeling stopped. They're just building me up for whatever's next. And who knows what's next? I'm excited to see what God has in store for me. Mm. Every loss is a lesson to me. Maybe you're watching like, no, I'm not a model actor. Listen, stay tuned. Like, listen to this stuff. He's dropping some power, some fire right now. Because this, this industry could be very... Very discouraging. You could really fight a war in your mind thinking that you're not good enough. When you're in a place of purpose, you don't lose. You never lose until you quit. Well, welcome to the Elevate It podcast, where we interview leaders who are going after their it. And let me tell you, we have someone very special. I am a little biased, but the world says he's special too. We got Brandon Miles in the studio. I'm talking about actor creative entrepreneur model I'm, I'm i'm come on i mean i'm super excited and honored to have you in the place how you doing i'm good man thanks for having me absolutely man absolutely how you feel i feel great man i'm i'm happy to be here you are yeah i'm man. happy to have you man yeah happy to be had ah, happy <laughs> to be had love it right there love it so Actor, model, um, someone, if we want to name drop, right? We're talking about you've done uh, some work for what? Power Aid? Power Aid. Yeah. Uh, Pepsi. Yes, sir. NFL. Mm -hmm. uh, MLB. MLB. What else? Come on, help me out. NFL, Eastside Golf, <laughs> United, uh, United States men's soccer team. Uh -huh. Yeah. Let's go on. It just keeps going on, on. I try to be humble, so like, right. you don't got to throw all that but, out. <laughs> I, but I want the people to know, right? Okay. We, you're talking about up and coming leaders, like people maybe aspiring to be uh, an actor or anything like that, and maybe not. Just maybe just hearing that area, of that story, or your, your your journey, or whatever the case may be. That's why I want them to know that you know you, you're there. You're the real deal. So yeah, it's, it's it. official. Yeah, thank you. M movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At we, least, yeah, yeah. You got. We, it. we going up. Man. We going up. I yeah. love it. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. But I want to know how did all this begin? Oh man. I want to say it started with rejection. That's where we started. That's already. That's, that's where it started, man. Are we five minutes in? What? Let, let me just let me just go to the beginning. Okay. Um. So all my life, I well, first my first love was music. Mm -hmm. I, I fell into love with music probably at the age of like three or four, just listening to young Michael Jackson and the Jackson Five, and that's how. Yeah, so so fell in love with music at a young age and excuse me. <clears throat> mm -hmm. Shortly after fell in love with sports. Okay. Uh so at the age of three, I like taught myself how to play drums. And then next thing you know, I'm playing sports. So I, I didn't say I lost my love for music. That's always been there. Never went anywhere. But uh, sports was kind of a distraction from music. I could have been a musician and could have went that route, but once I picked up a basketball, football, I started wrestling, I did track a couple years, baseball, all these different things, uh, I started to get into that. And eventually, basketball was my sport. Mm -hmm. And that was something that, that helped bring me out of my shell. I was an introvert the majority of my life growing up. Mm -hmm. And when, by the time I got to high school, people were knowing me for my talent on the basketball court. 
um, to the point where it was like strangers and people that I didn't even know coming up to me and complimenting my game and stuff like that. That's what brought me out of my shell. Introvert became more confident in who I am as a person, as a uh, person off the court. Because mm. um, I was more vocal on the court than I was off the court. Wow. And um, yeah, so my first, my first high school basketball game, I was on the JV squad. We were playing against Reading High. Um, and if you guys know Reading High, they had a basketball player on their team by the name of Lonnie Walker. He plays for the Lakers now. Mm-hmm. But at the time, he was a huge basketball player. Um, and the first, my first game, JV, uh, packed out crowd, all that. First, I scored the first four points of the game. And within like the first two minutes, I got hurt. Wow. Came down on my leg. Didn't go back in the game. I had to go back to the back with the trainers. They had to ice up my legs. And that game ended up going to, what, triple overtime? Wow. And come to find out, my dream coach was at the game. Mm. And uh, Jay Wright at Villanova, he was at the game. And he I guess he caught the end of it because it was, it was packed out by the end of the game. Everybody was there. There was no barely even standing room because wow. they were coming to see Lonnie Walker play. That was the season opener. Um, but yeah, I got diagnosed with something called Oscar Slaughter's disease and that kind of took a, took a turn for my career in basketball. It's kind of like growing pains in young men. Okay. Um, but my case was pretty bad to the point where it affected my walk and everything like that. So I had to go to PT. I still play basketball Mm -hmm. and all that, but my like potential went downhill from there. Mm -hmm. And I had, I had high potential. I could have been playing college basketball somewhere, um, but, but yeah, that it it took a turn. So I ended up playing my sophomore year. Ended up playing my junior year. Mm-hmm. Played one game my junior year, and it took a toll on me mentally, and and all it just affected me. I was like, I can't do this. So I wanted to go back to the drawing board, and I, I like had to talk with my family, and my friends, and I was like, yeah, I think it's time that I'm not I'm not a quitter type, mm-hmm. but I'm like, yeah, I need to really focus on what's best for me in this time so I stepped away from basketball my junior year to prepare for my senior year and uh, I was doing PT again and that's when I got back into music mm-hmm. got into music production started mm-hmm. making beats and stuff like that because um, that was again my first love yes. and um, when it came to my senior year I tried out for the basketball team I got pulled in uh, by the coaches and they sat me down and they said we're probably going to regret this, but we're going to cut you. Oh. And in the moment, my heart dropped, but there was something inside of me that was like, I got you. It was like God was telling me, like, I got you. Like, don't even worry. And two weeks later. So that's the rejection. That's the rejection. Okay. Okay. And that that's a key point for this story. Okay. Um, Two weeks after that rejection. Uh, I got asked to be a model in an Adidas fashion show that was collaborated with a celebrity stylist and designer by the name of Devin Milan mm-hmm. and Kicks USA, which is now Snipes. Mm-hmm. And um, I did that uh, fashion show, and it went really well to the point where it ended up being a small tour. And then I started to develop a thing for modeling. Like I was starting to like like it and everything like that. The New York Fashion Week after that. And then modeling stopped. Mm. And I was trying to figure out how can I take modeling to the next level? Mm-hmm. 
um, to the professional level. Mm-hmm. So I did some research, found some professional models that are killing it, that are in our area, the Philadelphia area, and reached out just for advice to get feedback. Yeah. And I got the feedback. And throughout that time, it was by this time I'm freshman in college. And fresh, my freshman year of college was rough, man, because I felt like I was going through an identity crisis. I didn't know where I was going, but I knew I was destined to be great somewhere. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't necessarily what I was in school for, which was marketing. And um, it was just rough, but I was trying to make it through. And in my freshman year, my aunt passed away, my aunt Claudette. And in that time, it, it made things even rougher. I was also going through a breakup at the time. And... Uh, there was a lot of different things that were just going on that was like really trying to beat me down. Wow. But at my aunt's repast, I met the guy who's my manager now. His name is Daryl Washington. He's uh, with Global Management 101. Mm. Well, he's one of my managers. I'm also managed by Victoria Landry's and Creative Talent. Mm. Um, but I met him uh, through his mom, which was my high school janitor and family friend. And... She like told him about me because I was a mod. She knew I was modeling and everything like that. Mm-hmm. And you see how you said modeling like that? Did you catch that? Yeah. No, I said modeling everything like that. Everything like that. Okay. <laughs> the introvert so, became a model, y'all. Don't miss that point, right? <laughs> All right, keep going. So, so I met him, and he saw my potential, and he ended up getting me in an agency. Mm-hmm. So God worked that out without me. I mean, of course, I prayed prayed on it and everything, but like. I didn't even reach out to the agency. It's kind of like it came to me mm. in a sense. So uh, from there, it's just been up. And he hold on, hold on. So there's an open door because you were willing to explore it. It's a good point. Yes, better preach, y'all. Yes, I know this ain't there, but the preacher in me just wanted to reach out. And <laughs> how many times we think about open doors and opportunities and different things like that? You just said, "Come on, y'all! Like let's let's tie this together. Let's listen to this." Because the whole point is is getting these these good gems out of there that we can apply as we're pursuing art. You know the things that we're doing. So maybe you're watching like, "No, I'm not a model actor." Listen, stay tuned. Like listen to this stuff. He's dropping some power, some fire right now. Dealing with uh, rejection. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we got to get from there too. I need to know how you overcame the area of rejection. And it has to be a little preparation of like you communicating. All right. So God, I handled this area of rejection, right? Because you were modeling and acting, bro. You ain't going to get everything that you put out there. You're probably not going to get 99.3%. So I would think that a part of the way you responded in the area of rejection, so to speak, right? Mm -hmm. Where you didn't have to necessarily take it personal, right? Right. You can realize, oh, Oh, you know what? I guess he made this a uh, decision that he felt is best for the team aspect. But if that door shut, then possibly there's something there. And you said, if I'm tracking your story correctly, like two weeks later, another door opens. Yes, exactly. You ain't go in there and just look, man. Oh, what was me? You, oh, this is some dumb stuff. Fussing them out, going on social media, blasting you, and do none of that stuff. You just, yeah. You just in position, being open. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like. Yeah, man, it's really crazy. Who knew like what rejection would redirect me into? Mm. Um, it, it was really a place where it was preparing me. I feel like my freshman year of college was preparing me for where I am today. Mm. Um, and that rejection, that one rejection that I got from not making the team prepared me for where I am today. And I'm going to get to that in a second. It's redirection. Yes. Okay, good. Rejection ahead. is redirection. Come on. 
Let's and go. It was, it was just preparation for me. T-shirt. Yes, that's a t-shirt. Okay. All right. Okay. So, uh, so my manager ended up getting me into an agency. Mm-hmm. Uh, started modeling, but they they typically manage supermodels. They do Calvin Klein models, Victoria's Secret models, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I'm not built like a supermodel. I mean, I might be built. <laughs> all right, but like I I ain't no supermodel. So, um. So my manager ended up like talking to me about that. He was like, yo, like, you ever think about acting? Mm-hmm. And I was like, uh, I mean, it could be cool. I'll, I would definitely give it a shot. Mm-hmm. So he sent me a monologue. I did the monologue. And he thought it was great mm-hmm. for my natural talent without any acting lessons or classes or nothing like that. He sent it to casting directors and wow. stuff like that. And they loved it as well. Then from there, it was a long process, but I ended up getting signed to him as my management and in creative talent management as well. And I got signed to uh, an acting agency in New York by the name of uh, Stuart Talent. Then from there, it was a long journey. It still is a long journey. But recently, I actually got sent, um, and this is important for the rejection part, I got sent something called a talent report which is basically everything that I've auditioned for, everything I've got submitted for, for film and TV. And as before the the acting strike, mm-hmm. SAG strike, uh, there was 346 different film and TV things that I've gotten submitted for or I auditioned for. Mm. And guess how many of those I booked? How many? Zero. Not one. This is important for the rejection part. Mm. I feel like he built. I feel like a, pre- a preacher and it's building. Go ahead. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, man, I'm actually getting hyped. In my ahead, chair. I'm trying to com- stay no, composed. You go, hey, you go I'm there. Staying composed, you but, go there. But that that right there, being rejection, it was just like, okay, another door's about to open. Mm. We're still on strike, but there's still things coming my way that that is building me up as an actor, building me up as a human being as a in in every area it's affecting me uh in the in the best ways possible it's all about the mindset for me um and i think it was important for me to was to understand what god was doing in those seasons um what was god doing in those seasons i had to understand even in the the times of struggle uh-huh. that there's glory on the other side of this mm. so i i had to like shift my focus in that and and have faith in what god was doing mm. Like even even no matter how big the situation is, God can take the biggest, most immovable object mm-hmm. and move it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I had clear understanding in that, and I just had to be patient and work hard and still work on myself and and all areas of my life and 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 just be ready for when that time comes. How do you stay motivated? Think about it. You said out of three hundred and something, you got zero. Yeah. That I mean, I, that's like okay, Christian. You ready? You ready? Go ahead and launch this podcast, right? You mm-hmm. got some connections. You're gonna do this. Launch first episode zero. Yeah, I might have pulled the plug. Yeah, my I, I mean, but you like nah. I took that zero and just like, oh no, nah. uh, I'm I'm gonna take that and use it as motivation to push me forward. Hmm. Even though I didn't get all those, everything is purposeful. Wow. So me not booking those doesn't mean. I'm not a good actor so good. or that I'm not good at what I do. Uh-huh. It just wasn't meant for me. 
but what what's meant for me is coming mm. for film and TV. I, I've been doing really well in the commercial side with voiceovers and things like that. Actually, this past weekend, mm. I was in Rhode Island with some friends and we was watching college football, and I got to see my Powerade commercial come on TV oh, for the first time, wow. and that was that was super dope. dope, man. It it was like yo, it was like a very like surreal moment yeah. like it, it was yeah it was cool up, man that's congrats man. yeah i appreciate it i'm bro. proud of you man yeah thank you see man. yourself on the screen huh yeah it was what? cool man that is fire man yeah so from from there and and just everything like booking stuff really makes everything else worth it makes the 346 no's, one yes can make it all worth it. Mm. Seeing yourself on a billboard and seeing different people take pictures of you on billboards or send you the different ads that they see you on and stuff like that is amazing. Like, it's really like, it's a, such a good feeling, man. How do you stay so positive? Oh, man, it's tough. But I want to say really my faith. Really, my faith, and even though even though I go through different things, it's it's all about like having the right mindset. Like I said, understanding what God is doing in that particular season is going to set me up for what's next. Give me some practical things. Like I get that. I'm not saying giving like the like the. I would say like the church answer. Like somebody said, oh, what do you got to do? You just got to pray about it, baby. Mm -hmm. Oh, you got to go. I'm going to go ahead and just do it. No, like what What does that look like for you? Like who's in your ear? Like what is your root? Like what is your routine? What does that stuff look like? How are you staying so positive? Are you reading scripture? All right, what are you doing? I, I read sometimes, but I don't directly go there. Okay. I, I probably should. Go ahead. But, no judgment. I just want to know because I think this can help somebody. Yeah, I have different, different outlets. Like I said, music was my first love. So I, I usually go to uh, music. Okay. Um, whether it's worship music, okay. I might go to the gym. I work out, try to stay fit. There's different ways that I do to keep myself uplifted, and and mainly stay away from different distractions that could pull me down a rabbit hole. But it's just staying above the nonsense, staying above uh, the thoughts that could drag me down the wrong path, and and staying above what what's going on in your mind because that's the battle. You're really fighting against yourself. Okay, like I'm at times I'm my biggest enemy. Mm -hmm. All the other stuff, all the different people, whatever anybody has to say about me, whatever whatever rejection I got, it wasn't about it wasn't about them mm -hmm. or what their thoughts on were about me. Yeah, it was about me. Have it's, you ever re rejected yourself? Um, there has been times where it was questionable. Why to think? Why to sit back and, and kind of reflect on who I am? Okay, and it, and it's very important for me to not forget who I am. Okay. Cause this this industry could be very very discouraging, very discouraging with all the different no's. Uh, you you could really fight a war in your mind thinking that you're not good enough mm -hmm. when that's not true. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's good. So you're saying your faith, you're saying music, yes, exercise, fitness, yeah, fitness, scripture, your relationship, prayer. We got like all those things help you to stay at that level. Mm -hmm. So when something negative comes, you already know that's your system, your thing in place to say, you know what, uh, I need to go ahead and dodge this bullet. Like I might need to go ahead and get up and exercise pertaining to this. So I might need to, yeah. you, you know what your routine is to help yeah. you go there. Uh -huh. You ever feel like you got to adjust that one? Because some people may say, look, I've been there too. I, I got my system. This is great. But then something hit me and the same thing I've been doing is like it don't work as much anymore. And I feel like I got to shift some things. The analogy I use is that if I'm driving more, I'm going to have to fill up more. And sometimes we take a routine that we're doing 
right? But we're doing more driving and you're still trying to operate off of one tank of gas mm -hmm. that you filled up. So for you, have you had to tweak that routine? Uh, sometimes, if need be, I do have like a, a, I have a very good foundation of support from friends and family. So I could always reach out to somebody. Okay. Um, I have like a, I have like a Bible study group of young men mm -hmm. uh, called Young Lions Ministry. Okay. A lot of those guys are, are based in Jersey, but I do have some people that I could reach out. Just people of accountability, holding me accountable to certain things. Wow. I even have you there for me. <laughs> like I, I have a lot of people that are, are supporting me yeah. and, and have genuine love for who I am. Yeah. And and if I ever need it, they'll be there for me in a heartbeat. So wow. you see, this is so good. This is what I mean about the realness, right? Not mm -hmm. the social media area and aspect. They can just see the things like you're saying, I have community. Yes. I have support. Like what you're not giving me is I have excuses. Yeah. And that's what I celebrate about you. Cause it's like for me to go there, I can remember going by the uh by the house. Mm -hmm. And um I'm like, what is this on the screen? I mean, it's these big old houses, like mansions or whatever. And I think your mom was like, oh, that's that's Brandon's, uh, uh, he was watching YouTube or something like that. Yeah. I, and at that moment, I was like, yo, he dreams big. Vision. But for that, you have to protect that, mm -hmm. right? You can't always share that with everybody. Or even if you do, like, to stay from that place. That's what I'm saying for you. Like, like what do you tell yourself? Like, you got to look at that and say, like, I'm going to get there. Mm -hmm. But what do you, what self-talk, what are you doing within you, within you to keep you on track? You getting no's, you getting zeros, you get, you might, a yes here. Mm -hmm. But that, how, what, tell us. It's, it's self-discipline. Okay. It's self, self-discipline is one of the most important things uh, for me. Um, and, and staying, trying to be consistent as mm -hmm. much as you can. I mean, discipline, motivation won't, won't get you to the gym every time. Ooh. But discipline will. Discipline leads to discipline leads to consistency. Ah. Consistency leads to growth. Mm. So just staying on that path and 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 staying locked in, Ooh. staying away from distractions, mm. and and continuing to keep your faith in God to win that battle in your mind, that battle against yourself, mm -hmm. and. Uh, yeah, that that's me right there, man. Goodness gracious, man. That's so, so good. Like, so good, man. Thank wow. You. Wow. Please don't miss the simplicity of what is being shared because it's deep and it's wide. Consistency. Yeah. Like, you might be there like, I, I feel like I, I want to give up. I can't tell you how many businesses Lanisha and I have started over the years. Mm -hmm. Like, I can't tell you how many opportunities and things like we, but I look at it. And I, I, it's funny, like, before we started this YouTube channel, or recently, I think we talked, um, and I was like, Lanisha, I think she was going, what are you, you were going through our old videos, the old channel, what was it, Thriving in Love or something like that? Yeah. It was like seven years ago. Mm. Seven years ago, we started this type of journey. And for whatever reason, we stopped. Now listen to Myron Golden. Shout out, if you ever get this, God bless you, you have been ministering to me, right? Mm. And he was just talking about the level of when he was playing around with something. Hey, videos from years ago. So then when he also came to a place of like monetizing, like all that stuff just kind of came together so forth. So I told Anisha, I said, if we were consistent. Who knows where you would be now? From seven years ago? We, this ain't it. the first time we dealt with podcasting, not to this level. Mm -hmm. But me and Anisha was in there and she is coming back, y'all. I'm working on it. Y'all keep praying, all right? But <laughs> she's behind the screen right now, but we're going to get her back at the table, all right? 
but but let me tell you the consistency like that's the, like i lost hope some mm -hmm. at times i was like you know what maybe this ain't it it wasn't growing as fast as i may have wanted it i didn't have the discipline and maybe not even the the right circle so some of the stuff that you're saying is really hitting me now like man then now i do have things in alignment pertaining to that but then i didn't have that stuff it exactly. was like me and lanisha were, were like we believe in each other mm -hmm. we would support and still will support other people's dreams and desire but i had always felt deep down inside not that it's necessarily true but you can feel this like they don't really support support, right? Right, right. I feel like they 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 like they want us to help do this, or people may want that or whatever. But when it came to the stuff we really desired to do, yeah. I felt like it was just me and Lanisha out there just trying to knock the stuff out the park. Mm -hmm. And then after that, we tired. If we both tired, we just like I'm done. Yeah. But I don't even think like even to this day, it's like, yo, like let's go, y'all. Who's pushing us mm -hmm. to this day to be like let's get it and going? It's some of your generation. That's like, yo, I checked that in, loved that. That was thorough. That is crazy. So having a support system, mm -hmm. having those people that you're doing life with, like that does help the area. If it was an area of rejection, when you have that healthy community, you right. have those things, those not just your yes and amen people. I mean real authentic love, support, counsel, coaching, all that stuff. It makes a world of a difference, man. So just encouraging somebody who's watching or listening that maybe you're processing, you're doing these things. Listen to what Brandon is saying. Like, this is power in that. Even in the face of rejection, mm -hmm. you still go for it, man. Even when you're when you're in a place of purpose, you don't lose. Mm. You don't look at a law. You don't, you don't really lose. You never lose until you quit. I'm sorry. What? No, don't ex you, ex go, go, what? Okay. You you never lose until you quit. Okay. So even when you lose, you don't lose because it's something that's preparing you for what's next. Like I said, redirect uh rejection is redirection. Uh -huh. That's kind of like what I've been living by. Mm. Like that's like the story of my life we might right have there. To name that that, that this podcast episode that rejection is redirection. You might have to go ahead. Yeah, so so yeah, you can't look at a loss as as a loss, and you don't. No, like there's no way you like you you don't, or else nah. you wouldn't be where you are. Exactly. I, that's that's how I feel. Yeah. And you can't count. You can't quit. Mm. Stay disciplined. Stay to your craft. If you feel like this is what you're here for, mm -hmm. if you feel like this is what God created you to do, mm -hmm. don't give up on it. Mm. I mean, God might bring you back around it, or or. He might he might move you into a different area. Just like I thought basketball could have been my thing. I, I thought that could have been my purpose. But then things shifted. Mm -hmm. He used modeling to get me into acting, and acting might direct me to somewhere else. I'm open to wherever God's going to take me. Yeah. But every, those 346 things that I've gotten where I didn't get the job, yeah. they weren't losses to me. Mm. They're just building me up for whatever's next, and who knows what's next. I'm excited to see what God has in store for me. Mm. Um, but yeah. Every loss is a lesson to me, man. Every loss is a lesson. Yo, you yeah. dropping bars today. Like I actually got that from my song. Oh, did you? Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> you still dropped it though. Yeah. But that that's good right there. <laughs> oh man. I wish we could take like real live comments. As a matter of fact, uh watching right now, I want you guys to just drop in a comment if you're watching by YouTube. Um, you know, like how how this is hitting you, right? Like if this is touching your heart, your mind, like just let us know. We want to know how this is like hitting your heart, hitting your mind. Cause I'm telling you, it's really hit me as to why I don't think some of us are actually breaking through mm -hmm. because I think that we've just given up too early. Yeah. There's there's actually like this picture I've seen online where there was this guy who's uh like digging in dirt mm -hmm. for diamonds mm -hmm. and he was going and going. And then 
right when he came like three inches away from getting into the diamonds, he quit. And he was that close. So if if you feel pulled to do something, the worst thing you could do is quit. Mm. Stay consistent. Stay disciplined. Focus on your craft. Be willing to grow and elevate and 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 go for the gold. Have you ever fell into the comparison trap? Do you know what I mean by that? Uh, yeah, I do know what you mean. Okay. Uh, but I haven't really fell into the comparison trap because okay. I feel like everything outside of what's going on inside of me mm-hmm. is a distraction. So like, there might be somebody out there who's really good at modeling, but I'm not going to compare myself to him because he has his market or he may have his look that fits him. But I'm 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 here for a reason, mm-hmm. and. God is going to show those who it's meant to be to see the light that he put within me. Mm-hmm. So I'm not really worried about uh, what other people have going on and how that affects me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do cheer for people. I'm a, I'm a human person. I love to see people win. Right. I absolutely love to see people win. I actually get, I get motivated through seeing people win. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so yeah, I, I don't really compare myself to other people. That, that is a, a, a trap. Yes. That can set people up. I think that's something that social media has affected my generation with. Yeah, and and that's a very, it's a very tough thing. But you gotta you gotta remind people who they are mm. and whose they are. Uh oh, uh oh, uh oh, uh oh. You gotta you gotta let people know that they're made in the image of God. Mm-hmm. No matter what their defects are, it's in the book of Genesis, by the way. Keep going. No matter what their defects are or imperfections, mm-hmm. you're made in the image of God. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And God considers you a masterpiece. Mm-hmm. So if you compare if you compare yourself to somebody else, mm. that's just kind of like that's like comparing. I can't even think of. That's like me. Nah, I can't even say that. Yeah, I would. I just wouldn't compare what God created to another one of His creations. Yeah. He made you in His image and His, his likeness. likeness yeah. So, so you don't have to worry about. Comparing yourself to anybody wow. else. Wow. That's good. And I hear you, and it makes sense, but we still do it. Mm-hmm. Like, we still do it. Yeah, we do. And I think that reminder that the comparison, if you want to compare, and I'm learning this, I'm not saying it's just an area of super uh, like authority, because I can get out there and be like, oh, man, I can't believe such and such got those views, or this and this, or whatever, or whatever the case may be. Right. But if you want to compare yourself, compare yourself to yourself. Exactly. And how can you use that to grow? This episode from last episode, and this last episode from that. How are we? How are we growing? How am I learning? How am I listening? What are we doing from there? So I think that's the area. I was. Uh, I'll let you in on my my, my prayer. I'll let us all in on my prayer life this morning. Um, yeah. I went out to do like a little nature walk and different things like that, and I felt like the Lord was saying, like, you don't even have to be worried or concerned um, if you're operating out of what I've called and created you to go ahead and do and be. Like if you're going after your it, elevating it, like that's yeah. that's the most protected and powerful place for you to go ahead and be because right. that's what I've designed you for. Can I tell you something that blew my mind? I've been coaching for years. Mm-hmm. Been helping leaders in marriages, as you know. It wasn't till really recent, this summer, when we took some time away with the family, when the Lord began to really deal with me about like what this thing is beyond me. So I always say I like to help people live, walk, and thrive in their God-given purpose. That's sexy. That's cool. Mm-hmm. But behind that, how do you do that? For me, Lord began to show me, like, I've always used you to help give people clarity. Right. I didn't think that was sexy, though. Mm. You're a clarity coach. 
you help people get clarity. But clarity helps you to make better decisions. It helps you to live life. It helps you to operate in things. But because of what it wasn't sexy to me, mm -hmm. and I was asking God, like, why didn't you show that to me? He said, because you wouldn't have received it by that way. Exactly. And you look at all the different people and you think about the buzz gifts and all the stuff out there. And that's why I love where we're going with, with, with this, right? You can look at Oprah, ask questions, billionaires, Oprah would it be? Come on, like, yeah. what? She mm -hmm. asked questions and triggered like so whatever you are whoever you are like you can make bank and uh, and be effective from who you are and what you do exactly and so I think for me at least it's like oh well what's my special thing and I go so deep and wide to trying to make my special thing something so unique and it is unique I am fearfully wonderfully made as a master but I can't compare me to even you or somebody else who's doing a podcast because who I am and what I do mm -hmm. from that level so I'm gonna ask questions I'm doing it now exactly I want to get clarity. Uh -huh. Not for, for me, for the people, all those things. And if I sit in that area and that's what God wants me to be, I got protection. Mm -hmm. I have provision. I have power. All those things we desire. I think the problem is when we uproot ourselves, Judges 9 talks about waving back and forth just because people want attention or want this or want that. And yeah. we have to do a better job at that. So even going back to you, how are you doing it? How are you staying rooted? How are you dealing with those things? You mentioned so many powerful things that keep you in the area of, of your focus per se, mm -hmm. but you're in modeling. Yeah. You're in acting. So that area of awareness of who you are, like how do you, how do you maintain the level of awareness? Just by staying locked in on what I have going on, really. On you. Nobody else. I mean, I look for other... I, the only way, way I look at other people else, it's not for comparison, but it's for inspiration. Mm. And seeing what I could get from them, that's going to pick me up. I'm drink you know what that. I'm saying? I'm going to drink to that. So, I actually have a shirt that says, uh, the only time I look down on the brothers when I'm helping them up. Mm. So, I don't, I don't only... Uh, Look within myself, but I look to for people that's looking to come up to where I'm at now, okay. and I help pull them up to where I'm at. Wow. Um, and that makes me feel like that kind of like empowers me in a way. Mm. Uh, I feel like that makes me feel like better as a person. Yeah, I feel like that's only right to try to put people on and put people in position uh, to be great. I've said this before, I, privately. I say it publicly. Like I see that on you. Like like mentoring like we need more brandons in the world mm -hmm. do you know how many times i listen to young ladies who are talking about wanting to be married or relationships or whatever the case may be and you know they may be dog and dudes or they just maybe have been hurt mm -hmm. by the pain relationships or different things like that and uh or young men who haven't had any fathering right and so it's an area where I think we have to do a better job of of being willing to do what you say, to say, you know what, I'm going to identify, you know, there's somebody else that may be coming up, have a level of inspiration. And it's not always they want to be a model per se, right? It could just be the fact of who you are, how you're disciplined, sharing. It's not even saying that you're the greatest pertaining, but you're just being you. Mm -hmm. We can teach people how to be who they are. Mm -hmm. I can't teach you, I, me teaching you how to be me won't do you any, any, any justice. Exactly. Like I need you to ask the questions in Genesis, the ultimate best, the best coach out there, the best life coach, God, as mm -hmm. Adam, he says, where are you? Who told you you were naked? Mm. He's asking questions that help people unfold. I think if we commit to, to moving in directions that we're asking questions that help people have the self-awareness 
to be better for who they are, a better me, so it's a better we type of situation. Yeah. So I see that on you, man. I see you being a magnet for men. Um, I see you being a magnet in the area where you can help lift people up and 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 from who they are, authentically for who they are. Mm-hmm. I see people being like um missed they were misrepresented no. or they were misunderstood. But in you, they find a safe place mm. and you be able to pull some things out of them that other people may have rejected. Uh, other things that are inside of them that 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 they may have not had somebody to really listen to what they're saying. You got what I'm saying? Like, yeah, you listen. You. Everybody wants to lecture, but you listen to what they're saying and you have the fruit on your tree, bro. Yeah. That right there is the game changer, man. So thank you for being you. But please, like when those moments hit. Like take every opportunity. I even see it in the realm and the sphere of even even like I guess we could say Hollywood or influencers, mm-hmm. because you're you're trustworthy. Yeah. So protect that man, but yeah. keep keep pressing that. I received that man. Thank you. Oh man. I I I truly want to be blessed to be a blessing. Mm-hmm. You know what's the point of being blessed if you're not sharing with others? So would that be your it. I would say so. Absolutely. Mm. I would say that's my it. Mm. I love it, man. Yeah. Look, we're going to transition uh, to a segment that we uh, recorded of Elevating in Your Element, where Brandon allows us to be in the studio where the magic happens, y'all. I mean, telling you, right? So stay tuned. We're going there right now. All right. So I'm excited. And then mm-hmm. we'll go ahead and get back here. All right. Let's go. We have made it to the studio where the magic happens with B-Miles. What do you do to prepare for an audition? When it comes to audition prep, it varies depending on what the audition is and what the depth of the character is, right? Mm -hmm. So if it's something for like a voiceover, that's not really much uh, preparation going into that. That's more trial and error. So I'll record it, listen to it, see if it follows the lines of what they're looking for. If it doesn't, I retake it and then retake it until I feel confident with it and then send it in. Uh, for like a commercial, that one would be a little different. That one's where I like it. A little bit of prep. I'll uh, write down notes. Every Everything that I do has notes. Notes, notes on if I'm saying things the right way, the tone of which I say it, um, facial features, how I'm looking. Um, a lot of different things go into it. Very detail oriented. Um, commercial and film, TV, that's all different in terms of preparation. So for like big like films that has like a big budget, things like that, things that I really want to go after, that's where I contact like a my acting coach, uh, Kia Reddick Taylor. She comes clutch. She's based in Orlando, um, and then we'll go from there. She taught me a lot on like how to do notes for auditions and how to truly prepare for auditions. Wow. It, it, you really have to go into it and to get into the character and be that character that you're looking to play. Wow. <clears throat> well, I got to go there then because you're talking about the area of character. Yeah. So, like, what is that like? Like, you got to become the somebody that you're not. Yeah. For, for Just for the audition. And sometimes that could take a toll, really, if you really go in depth with it. Okay. Um, but so far, I haven't gotten anything that's, like, too dangerous. Okay. To where it's like taking me out of my mode or whatever but yeah nothing too far from i haven't done anything too far from who i am okay as an individual uh outside of like the drug dealer parts and stuff like that but <laughs> but yeah but 
That's that's B Miles ain't slinging. Yeah, nah. Okay. <laughs> nah, I'm good. So I want to go a little bit deeper, um, and then we can wrap up our segment here. But I'm thinking about things that you've said, like it has to require focus, right? For you to go ahead and learn the parts and and audition different things like that. So again, somebody's watching or listening, and you know maybe they are an aspiring actor or model or so forth and so on, or maybe they're not. Mm-hmm. But this is just really intriguing to them, and I want us to give them something to really take for life. Yeah. So, like, how can we take some of the things you're saying and use those for life, like preparation? Like, there, this is goals that somebody's doing. You have a goal. When you go for an audition, mm-hmm. your desire is to get the part. Yeah, right. And so for somebody's life, like, you know, they have goals, but there's some similarities. I'm wondering if there's some similarities that you have within your prep that mm-hmm. connects to actually life and actually going for goals or going for dreams like that. So what would you say would be some some things that, that we can pull from your preparation process yeah. that actually can help people to achieve goals? I would say it's really pushing yourself to maximize your potential in every other in every way. Like literally try to like level up every little bit of yourself, whether it's physical, uh, mental, emotional, all those things matter. And what what I do is it's all a part of like routines. Like I said, with the audition process, it's all a routine, whether that's uh, the audition routine, workout routine, morning routine, uh, face routine or skincare routine. All of that stuff matters because your look is important when it comes to modeling and and all that. Like even having like a pimple on your face that could like make you not get a job. All that stuff is important. So I really say having a routine, sticking to it. And stay in discipline. Wow. Discipline is probably the most important thing when it comes to a lot of things in life. Having that self-discipline and and control, knowing who you are. Mm-hmm. In this in this industry, it's very easily like you. It's easy to be discouraged. So having a good idea of who you are and staying disciplined and and really like having faith, I'll, I'll really say that's the major part. Because for me, I had to know God before i knew myself and then god revealed to me who i was mm. and then from there it was it was up like i felt free and um that's what i would encourage people to do wow. is uh start with god first and then he's going to reveal who you are to you and then it's it, everything else falls into place okay. um for me it was like that and um and yeah that's how everything worked out with acting and everything like that routine Staying disciplined to that, over time you're gonna just get better. There's gonna be growth, and slow grind is better than no grind. Wow. I'm still here. I've been here for about. I've been signed for acting for about two years now, and um, I'm still here. Like I said, and, and things are starting to pick up now. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's about to take off. It is, and I'm that's dope, and I'm super excited about that. Yeah. You're saying something that's loud and clear, in my ear, right? Mm-hmm. But I want to bring it out in case somebody didn't hear it, like. What I'm hearing you say in so many words is like your personal brand matters. Yes. And I'm not even talking about just, you know, just social media and even area acting, but who you are, like your word, like 
your appearance, like from the inside out, like all of it needs to align mm -hmm. pertaining to the things that they're desiring to go ahead and deal with and do, right? Sometimes we just focus on the exterior situations, but you have to deal with that. But you also have to deal with your physical aspect. I know you're fit and I tried to get on some of your, your plans and I, I can't handle them. Oh, yeah, I still got to get you right. You got to still get me right. Yeah. I got to grow up a little bit on that. So, <laughs> But, you know, like your personal brand matters. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? And even the area of pertaining to your faith, like that's the area of representation as well. Like what Absolutely. you represent, like all those things work together. Like I, I and so ooh, see, I ain't trying to go into all that that way right now. But just to encourage somebody, like all things do work together. So from your mindset, your your heart posture, um, the things that you're designed to do, Brandon said is it was his faith as their foundation. God shared with him, uh, helped him to realize who he is, who he created him to be. And then from your words, just like things start to align. Mm -hmm. So there's divine alignment and recognizing who you are, what you have, and going for those things. Yeah. So this is and. I mean, if I can be transparent, like you're talking about the area studio, like it's amazing to me what can happen here. Yeah, Start, like, starts here. So yeah. there's no excuse. Yeah, I mean, this is where the work is put in, for real, for real. Okay. All the studying, all, like I said, faith without works is dead. Yeah. So you can have that faith, yeah. but if you're not putting in that work to get to where you want to be, then it's kind of like pointless. Yeah, it's mic drop. I don't need to say nothing else after that. Y'all yeah. heard it here in the studio. We're going to go back to the elevated studio and, uh, we're going to go to a different level. All right? I'm a with us. Peace. Still. Uh, but back to the the modeling aspect. Uh, the guy that gave me a lot of information. Every Hold on. So we're back. We've been talking. Okay? We're back uh, from uh, Elevating <laughs> Your Element. We're back. Okay? We're back. Okay? We're, we're rolling. We'll get this thing going. It's some good stuff. We're live. Let's get this thing going. Just to bring you on the conversation, I, I apologize, okay? We're back. Let's go from there. You want, you want to bring some things in? We got it. Come on. Okay, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I didn't even know he was going to come back with it. But uh, yeah, so I reached out to people uh, before I got into model, or modeling. And um, there was a guy that a guy by the name of Kwame that gave me a lot of like a lot of advice that really helped me uh, and inspired me to get in the modeling and get to the professional level. And everything came full circle earlier this year when I had a photo shoot with uh, Eastside Golf and the NBA. They did a collaboration and Kwame was there. And that was like such a dope moment to see him and everything just come full circle. And I got to thank him in person. Mm. And it was just a really dope moment. And, um, yeah, that was dope. I, I was blessed to experience that and and, and also um, reaching out to different people when I was getting into acting. Uh, the writer from the show All-American. I don't know if he's the writer or if he's the creator, the one who came up with the whole show, um, the show All-American. I reached out to him. He gave me good advice for acting and also Mac Wilds. Hmm. And I still, I still reach out to Mac Wilds here and there and I update him on what's going on. I haven't hit him up in maybe like a year and a half or two years now, but I look forward to like hitting him up and uh, telling him about everything that's been going on as of recently. But but Mac Wilds really gave me a lot of really good information that really inspired me. And I still use his words today whenever I'm stepping on set anywhere I go mm -hmm. and stuff like that. So you slipped in the DMs? Yeah, well, that kind of sound crazy. Like <laughs> I, I ain't sliding another man DM like that, but... <laughs> You you reached out yeah by way of social media social media yeah and they responded mm -hmm. I was actually shocked that they did 
Okay. I also reached out to like Michael B. Jordan at the time, Chadwick Boseman, yeah. uh, when he was still here, and wow. and a few others. But it wasn't that much. But I got feedback from two other people in the acting acting realm of things. What, what is that? Just give me like what, what what kind of message was that? Like hey, it was just like I'm a Brandon. hey, I'm I'm Brandon Miles. I'm from a small city with big dreams. Uh, just looking to make it to the next level. Just just be successful in an area. I was at the time I was saying I was new to this, but I'm looking to get some advice from people who are seasoned. that yeah okay. seasoned have experience in. We just help somebody out right there. Yeah, reach out. Don't be afraid to reach out. You guys can always reach out to me. I'm always down to give advice. I don't care who you are. Mm. If I don't know you, if I know you, uh, whatever it is, and it doesn't just have to be acting and modeling. Um, if you want encouragement. I'm always here to show love to anybody, no matter what color you are, what race, what anything. I'm here to show love. I'm I'm for humanity, really. Mm, wow. So it's a perfect time to go ahead and plug your social media channels, tags, outlets, all that stuff. How okay. can we follow you, DM you? And I don't see, you know, I'm be careful with us slipping in the DMs and all that other stuff. <laughs> that, let's be careful. Right now, yep. we're talking about mentoring, helping in different areas. Sliding okay? in the DMs. All right. Listen. <laughs> go ahead. Uh, at Brandon Allen Miles on everything. Mm. Full government is crazy, but I'm throwing it out there. <laughs> I don't care. All right. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. Look, um, what do you want to leave um, the Elevated fam with? Like a word of wisdom and knowledge before we go into five on fire. Okay. All right? Yeah. So I wouldn't say anything. Everything that I'm going to say is going to sound cliche, um, but it is what it is. Uh, it is what you make it. My motto in life is live life. Hmm. And whatever it is that makes you feel like you're living, bring that out and, and make the most out of every opportunity. Hmm. Make the most out of every opportunity. And when you're not, and you're in that season of preparation, work your butt off, stay grounded, stay locked in, stay disciplined, stay consistent, and, and keep your mind. Win that war in your mind. Hmm. It's a constant battle, but win that war, war in your mind. Utilize utilize your faith to win that battle because a lot of people are fighting different demons and and faith is the way out of that and to win that win that battle. Um, there's really a lot that I can say, man. I, I I just really want people to stay encouraged. Uh, there's a lot going on in this world with social media, the different wars and everything like that. Um, stay encouraged and and show love to the people that are around you. Um, and and have, yeah, just really just show love to people that's around you, and and have have a nice village around you, nice community of people that's gonna hold you accountable, and that's gonna encourage you, that's gonna help build you up into into maximizing your potential, or or maximizing your potential to ultimately reach your purpose mm -hmm. and make you feel fulfilled as a human. Awesome, awesome. You heard it from B Miles, the boy. All right? Yeah. Five on fire. Let's go. We've heard it all episode long, all throughout the episode, y'all, right? Rejection is redirection. Rejection is redirection. And I'm going to be honest with you. It sat me down. It made me think. It made me process that, right? And I've been thinking about it and, 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 it, and it raises some questions. If rejection is redirection, then what is the redirection, right? 
What is the actual redirection? Look, would you consider this? Consider that the redirection is in the Y. Ooh, don't miss that. Don't miss that. Consider that it's in the why. What would you talking about? Look, think about that in the area of rejection, whatever it may be, whether you're in ministry, whether you're in business, whether you're identifying what your, your inner tugging is and you're going for it and you've experienced some level of, rede- uh, of, of, of rejection, um, maybe it's self-rejection, right? Maybe it's not just somebody out there who's been saying this or doing this or thinking that, but it, no matter how you've been experiencing the rejection, consider the redirection in that, in the redirection, dealing with the why. And I'm going to tell you something. Sometimes we got to go seven whys deep. Oh, I'm going to say it again. Sometimes we got to go seven whys deep. Well, you got to think about, okay, I experienced the area of the rejection, but why does that bother me? Then you get that answer. Then you got to ask yourself it again. Why uh, did, did that bother, or why, did, and keep going and keep going. Christian, you need to give me an example pertaining to it. Well, let's just throw that thing out there. Let's, let's, let's sit there. Let's, let's process this for just a brief moment and think this thing through. Let's think about this by the area of throwing a subject out there. Perhaps you've dealt with the re, uh, you've dealt with the, 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 the rejection of dealing with, um, your passion. Okay. And you out there and you're, this is, I'm doing my thing. This is what I do. And you put out there and you realize there's some loved ones. There's some out there who've rejected. You felt like, look, they don't get it. They don't understand that. Why does that bother you? One, all right? And you come up to the area, well, that's because I, I, I want to be supported. Well, well, why do you feel like you need to be supported, okay? And then we keep going from there. And you say, well, you know what? Well, because I, I, I want to be loved. Well, why do you want to feel love? Why does it, why does that? And you keep going and, and realize that. And you keep going, you keep going to the root. And you get to that seventh level and you will receive so much truth about what it is that has truly been bothering you. But I can't leave you there. I can't leave you there with just realizing that this was the problem is you need to type in the comment section. Then what is the area of the solution? And I'm going to tell you what, we got to go seven levels deep in the solution because I can say, you know what? The scripture says that perfect love casts out all fear. So maybe there's a fear of rejection pertaining to that. Maybe there's some work, whatever. And so if let's just say that perfect love is the solution. Now I'm just using this as an example. You seek God and see what you need to realize what your solution is. You take that solution and you go ahead and reverse engineer that and go to the other side with that. You realize, okay, so if this is the solution, if perfect, why is it the solution? Because for God so loved the world, he gave his only begotten son, whoever believed him. Okay, or, or the area of what love is, 1 Corinthians 13. And you say, love is patient, it's kind, not jealous, not either. Okay, whatever you may need, what you keep going forward and you go forward and build that thing back up seven levels higher to help you process where you've had pain and you can turn that into power, realizing and recognizing that there is redirection in this. And I now understand why that thing hurt me at that point in place and gave me uh, some pain, but I also know the solution to that. You come out there with a solution, beloved. You wrap a strategy around that solution. You wrap some scripture around that solution. You commit to moving forward, identifying what it is and putting something in there, a strategy to help you move forward. 
and you can really embrace the area of the redirection. Maybe your story isn't like our guest today. Maybe you're at that point in that posture in that particular situation that you've been processing and you're recognizing, look, that makes sense. Some of us don't deal with that this way. Some of us deal with it this way. Some of us are not at the place uh, of uh, where it doesn't bother you. Some of you have dealt with the area, the fear of moving forward. Try the seven levels deep, pretending to what you may deem as the problematic side, and then also seven levels, maybe we need to say going seven levels higher to recognize and realize what the solution can be pertaining to this. Because rejection can be a form of redirection. Think about what God is saying to you. Think about when one door closed, another one can turn around and open. Think about the posture of your heart of what God, he wants to bless you and increase you, beloved. This is five on fire. You got a strategy. Go ahead and work that thing. And we'll see you in the next episode.